You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale gang! Hi, gang. Welcome back to the Watch Along Critical Commentary Podcast, where we watch and shred and, uh... Worship, pray to, <laughs> in cult-like fashion, the show of Riverdale. It's a culty week. <laughs> we are not Cheryl. We're not quite Cheryl, no. Welcome back. We are recording here in the unceded territories of the Squamish, Musqueam, and Tsleil-Waututh peoples, uh, which is also the territory where very much of Riverdale is shot. Um, how, did, how did you like this week, Chloe? I loved it. Um, Ryan and I, I, I had to watch it before work today. Mm. Um, and I, so I got up at like 5.15 and like took Riverdale back to bed with me and lay in bed. And um, I I just, it was perfect. I texted Ryan at like 6.30 and said like, I really like this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice to wake up to. Nice affirmation. I also... I, I just watched uh, shortly before coming over to record. And did you um, like it? I also enjoy this episode a lot. <laughs> um, I This episode, as soon as it ended, I went to see how many more are listed. And there are two more. Yeah. Uh, officially. We don't know for sure that, that we're, we're finaleing, but I feel like we're finaleing. Yeah, that was the thing that I thought was particularly interesting about this show is that, or this episode rather, is that when. Um, it's revealed that the uh, the tongueless guy is a mm. blossom or part blossom. Um, that for one thing, I really like that that tied the plot in. Like we didn't go in some other weird direction. It was just like, oh right, the blossoms are are, are have a lot going on. Yeah, <laughs> this tracks. Blossoms are still awful, and there are still plenty of ramifications for us to face. Yeah, and I think <laughs> there was like a part of me that went, oh. Okay, well, we're going to get five more episodes while they figure this out. And we'll go on some other tangent. And then I was like, oh, no, we're finishing this up in this episode. We're cohesive? This, this is the final sort of punch. We're cohesive. We're cohesive. All these, um, all these big plot, these, like, back-end back half plot hooks are really, really coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so satisfied by how it all together tied together actually it's uh, it's real cracked up and ridiculous and I didn't even blink at this point yeah I mean I didn't of all the of all the ridiculous plots that Riverdale has explored over the years I um this this didn't feel that ridiculous to me mm-hmm. um all things considered I um even the little reference to Jughead's silly gang lord past where he just <laughs> flips open his knife. Like, it all just kind of worked. I questioned the wisdom of some choices in that last scene going into serial, a serial killer nest with a switchblade and three buddies, but anyway. I think it's a bit of a reference to uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Yeah. It still wasn't super smart. It wasn't doing it for you. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But it's okay. It's just characters I expect a lot from. Kids, don't... Uh, if you think somebody is being held by a serial killer, don't uh, don't go there and find them. Well, we have to remember they have no working infrastructure whatsoever, including apparently police. Yeah, that's true. Like I guess they maybe they had to. <laughs> call the next precinct over. Like, there's always someone to report murder to, right? 
I don't know. But they just kind of deal with it now in Riverdale. I mean, maybe it's a, given that, like, many police departments are corrupt, maybe this is a great way to deal with crime. I don't know. <laughs> just cutting them out completely and pretending, and, and deciding they don't exist? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'll try it. I'll, I'll try it. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'll, I'll try it. Let's I, try it. I think I'm ready to get into the body count. Yeah, let's. All right, gang. Uh, we're going to slip into the watch-along segment yes. on Netflix. I'm going to get very close to the mic as I press play. Ready? Oh. Badoom? Oh, hang on. We didn't badoom correctly. Let's just hold on here, Riverdale gang. Okay. Let's count. Are you ready? <laughs> Three, two, one. Sinking up your Netflix. Go. There's ba-doom. the Badoom. There's the right Badoom. <laughs> then this horrible Warner Brothers noise. <sighs> it was a mistake. <sighs> okay, this Whose episode. Whose car is that that they got out of? Is that what? one of theirs? I like that. I didn't even clock that as a question. Um, this was lovely. This was lovely, this was lovely, this was lovely. Uh, I also watched last week's back-to-back with this one, so I, I feel like I'm jumping in the middle and am disoriented, but it, apparently the season's strung together better than I expected, because it flowed. That's uh, good to know. It'll be a neat rewatch. It'll be a neat rewatch. Um, that's... I, does that... Is that real? I don't know if that's real. Which... The building up inside of them line. Anyway, oh, let's not worry yeah. about it. These wonderful shots of... It's genre real. Of, uh... That's true. <laughs> of, um... Dr. Curdle Jr. These are just, like... This... Oh, oh man. These, these cuts were so fun. Ominously in... In deep close-up. In, in, in creepy horror close-up. It's... They've really started using the creepy horror close-up a lot. But it's not obnoxious yet. At least for me. Like, yeah. we're a little bit above his face. The The forehead's huge. The <laughs> eyes are huge. The jaw hangs back. It's because we are too sip. close for this portraiture. Yeah. And we use it again later with Archie uh, at points as he threatens a U.S. general. Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? The mother load. Again, it was always a red flag for me that these un trained construction workers decided to build a mine. And I know that's basically how they used to build mines anyway. <laughs> but also what happens, happens. And happens. Um, yeah. It was a very, very... Um, I was actually quite delighted from a storytelling perspective to see them tie in uh, a mine collapse. One of the most um, disruptive and enormous uh, disasters that could happen in Appalachian communities that, that frequently did happen mm-hmm. and um, is sort of at the at the heart of a great deal of labor struggle um, in American and and other uh, other Western histories I know the UK as well mm-hmm. uh, the conflicts of coal mining towns and and uh, this what happens uh, yeah. here it uh, I liked their take I was here for their take it fed okay into Archie's vibe I wonder how dramatic uh, divorce... What is this called again? This isn't litigation. This is the other one. Mediation. Uh, me, me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I often wonder how dramatic they are. I imagine they're very dramatic sometimes, and then sometimes they're just very stiff. I don't think they usually, like, put the couple across a table to argue in real world. 
Oh, really? I feel like I that's. They did. I don't know that. I don't know. I, I also, you know, like I don't know which divorces I'm personally acquainted with needed moderation. I I think you can also just do it if you're not arguing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I don't know. It's a great question because what is half? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like if you're entitled to half your partner's assets, like so, like half the house. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it gets complicated. Um, love that scene with Kevin and Penelope. Uh, that is com- the, the, the deep underpinning for her manipulation that I suspect is behind Cheryl's, um, belief. Mm. I, I, I think it's Penelope, the sneaky woman in the walls. Yeah, that is sort of her thing. And we're back to Tony in ways that make me happy. Um... I hate a coming out story. It's one of my least favorite stories. I'm bored. I've seen a million. For for a long time, it was like 70% of queer lit that you could access. I'm done. I'm bored. But I can appreciate this handling. And Yeah, I, I, I appreciate um, queer adult in position of authority mm. being part of this equation because yeah, that's yeah, yeah, relatively... Yeah, yeah. Like out queer person in position of authority, and that's like relatively new. No, that's very so true. So that I appreciated about this. Yeah, that's a that's a big cultural evolution, you're right. Um, yeah, but I mean, mm-hmm. I, I do sort of wonder if the coming out story is going to become a little bit like the boy meets girl romance. Like we're just going to keep revisiting it and keep revisiting it and keep revisiting it, and the story in it, the trope is going to change. Mm, I do. That's wonder, optimistic. I respect that thought. I don't think it's. I don't well, think I. Know. I don't think I want that. Well, let me know if it happens. I'm going to... Yeah, I mean, going. I don't think I want that, but I wonder if that's what's going to happen. It is that big connective queer. Yeah, I wonder if, if the coming out story is going to become like World War II movies. Like, uh, we're just going to keep doing them. <laughs> you uh, know what I mean? <laughs> uh, that's a, that's okay, a horrifying analogy. so this analogy. is bold. Yeah, yeah, this is a big move from Hiram. He is putting hit out. He's playing... Playing family yeah. members against each other. Unless he's just trying to get rid of Chad, which makes sense to me. Yeah, but I... Mm. Because Chad's annoying. Like, it's an annoying character. I mean, he... He... He, you would, he would assume Archie would beat Chad, right? In that conflict, based on their experiences together. Yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> so, yeah. Hiram's doing something, and it is something drastic. Here. And he does several drastic things here. Um, I would yeah. certainly buy that that initial move is an attempt to clear Chad and Archie both in a manner. Certainly, if he murders Archie, that that deals him out of the marriage, whatever which happens. Yeah. Like, Hiram has written <laughs> off the son-in-law quite effectively as an asset. Yeah. Um, I think it's really been interesting to watch some of these scenes because I'm pretty sure that uh, Tabitha and Jughead are not with Betty. Sorry, mm. the actors mm-hmm. playing all of these characters that I have just named mm. are not actually on the same set. You, do you notice how they cut? Kind like, of hard hard cuts yeah. to tight, tight shots? Yeah, and then the only scene where you actually see the three of them together, it's from quite far away. Hmm. That's entirely possible for yeah. uh, a lot of reasons about, like, of the Plague Time film. Yeah, it's been really interesting to see like Plague filmmaking in this show. Uh, to look, you know yeah, I mean? to look for those little seams. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 
Well, that's, uh, I love how Archie <laughs> deals with this. It's so in world. It's so in genre. It's Captain America. He ducks because this is old news for him, and we get a trash can lid. Wabam! Oh. Ca- Captain America shield strike. Oh, so fun! Oh, and Chad is so bad at this. I know. Poor, poor dumb boy. Yeah, truly. Um, I loved actually how this scene was lit. Also, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, like that nice gray brown kind of not very uh, sparkly. I guess you might say. Yeah, very flattened, yeah. but still vivid shadows. Mm. Yeah, I don't think these actors are in the same room. Here? Yeah. I mean, they certainly could shoot that split screen, but I feel like you'd have to have a good reason to. Well, I mean, pandemic plague. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sold on it, but maybe. It's the same thing. The scene they did in the last episode, these two actors together. I didn't feel like they were in the same room either, but I don't know. Mm. I oh, mean, man, it must be such a nightmare for someone organizing actors right now on sets to have to deal with, like who's in whose pod and like. I don't who, like. Are they even doing that? I don't even know. No, I don't think they are at, at this point. Certainly not in Vancouver mm. and Canada. I think that that tier of restrictions relaxed long ago. And while there's lots of reason in lots of places uh, that stronger restrictions could be beneficial, um, I don't think that's the reality of Riverdale filming right now. Um, I feel like a lot of things are relatively back to normal. Um, I assume they're probably still getting fairly regular COVID testing. That infrastructure's all still there. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Although apparently, uh, Ayati's thinking about going on strike. Yeah, that's exciting. That'll yeah. ruin a lot of her fun, but also uh, is amazing and essential yeah, to we support. make TV possible without extorting human lives. Yeah, we support your choices. Yes. Go on strike. Solidarity forever. I won't start singing. <laughs> we'll save it for the picket lines. We should absolutely do a special strike episode from Picket Line of, like, Riverdale staff in the yeah, event that we can... Also, we're in Canadian IATSE. Uh, it's, it's, they are negotiating separately, so might, we might not oh, even okay. get the exciting stuff up here. Gotcha. In fact, we might become the scab state. By the way, I love... Wow. I have feelings about that. Um, I love the experience of this room for these lawyers like did she just say kill my lover like did you get the brief on that like that kind of thing i just have to assume at this point that that they're only hiring mob lawyers like mm-hmm. that's a good point like at this point they're defaulting to to cr- white collar crime and it's like murder isn't even ranking yeah interesting and strange shot of Penelope gorging herself on this feast. I didn't quite get where that was. She's just making fun of Cheryl's fast, I think. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, yeah, 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 fair. Ugh. This breakfast, I would be happy with this breakfast. Does Kevin realize that he's become the the Blossom Auxiliary (laughs) valet again? Like, it's a rolling position. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Ugh, Kevin, get your own plot. Ugh, you have, he has one. There's a baby right there. Yeah. But the boy has dumb insecurities. Empathy. Yes. Um, you were saying, maybe it was last week, you were saying that you enjoyed some of the, the high remark. 
in the, the oh, building I recent Hiram Iron. Yeah, in the last episode, I really liked that he was just so unnoticeable for his mm-hmm. daughter. Mm-hmm. And I sort of see more of that here. Like, if he's at the point where he's getting um, an ex-husband to shoot the new lover, and then also his daughter. Yeah, see, I didn't think that was a Hiram move. Oh, yeah, we need to I, visit that. I think that was just Chad being Chad. Because suddenly, Veronica has him over a ledge for everything in the divorce. Hark a smooch! That's that's an asset murder. Yeah, what that is. Which we knew Chad was. Um, I appreciated that this this shot wasn't terribly cheesecakey, and we got a real strong focus on uh, their faces, mm-hmm. uh, faces and reactions. Uh, it was a very close shot love, love scene, romantic scene. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely people smooching. Titillating for them, yes. less for us. <laughs> That's true. Oh, man. Poor Alice Cooper's having a hard time. It's been a weird stretch for Alice Cooper yeah. ever since, well, that first season when that Blossom kid went missing. Yeah. It really has been all downhill since. Did you have um uh did you have a quick moment when they were like, "Oh, or when Dr. Goodle Jr. was like it has uh blossom DNA where you were like, "Is it another sibling?" <laughs> Cuz I did. <laughs> Is that where we're going? More siblings. Yes of the past. Yeah. Yes of the past. Ugh. Say what you will about uh, new religious movements. Um, they don't all create great art like this, so kudos to Cheryl. It's a heck of a painting. I started that sentence funny. <laughs> Whatever. Um, all this to say is that it's a great painting. Well done, This Cheryl. is what we should be worshipping. Yeah. She's culted herself so hard. Oh. Yeah. Also, Kevin is at his heart a faithless charlatan now? As of last episode? I don't know. He's... Like, Kevin is the culter now? And is getting out of the scam? I'm, I'm very confused about yeah. Kevin's moral compass in also, the Also, is like a whole deity and a whole religion that, like, white people don't always worship. Like, chill out with stealing that from other people, <laughs> Cheryl. <laughs> Just chill out on that one, please. <sighs> I think uh... I'm out. Good move, Kevin. Very overdue. Very overdue. When you were faking miracles, you just got... Kevin is such a theater kid. Yeah. Also, this is... One of the things that is usually a feature of a cult is not Mm. being allowed to leave. So the fact that um, uh, Kevin is allowed to leave sort of tips it into, like, new religious movement for me rather than tips it into cult. But we'll see where we go. (laughs) I also loved that Penelope in the Shadows moment. Um, It... It sets up for me what I what I believe and suspect that uh, that Penelope is behind all of this magic that Cheryl is feeling and seeing and uh, manipulating her daughter's experience yet again um, because emotionally manipulating her child is Penelope's go to while lurking in the walls literally emotionally manipulating her child while lurking in the walls is her recurrent go to move. Yeah. Chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, blueberry. I didn't know they had blueberry milkshakes. I've had a blueberry milkshake. It's very good. Blueberry milkshakes are tasty. Those four together, Also, there's though. some plot going on. I, this was, this was, uh, I don't, I didn't like watching this scene, but I'm not sure if that's, like, intended. 
Um, I felt somewhat uncomfortable listening to Alice's plea, but I feel like that was something of an in-world discomfort that I was sitting with. Mm. It's it's a very... Um, it's it's not a good or clean or effective move for anything. It's a, it's a very scattered, emotional, reactive mood. Yeah, although I have, um, I have heard of missing mm. person appeals from parents that have mm. worked. Interesting. Um, it's not common, but it does happen. Now, um, the fact that they are... I think, I think, I think I'm knowing that correctly. In the, in the current scenes, jumping ahead a touch, mm-hmm. um, they're talking about the coming out experience, having already happened, having skipped the melodrama that the young person experiences, and analyzing it like two bitter old queers... Um, who've also had a rough time and whose parents also didn't say the right thing. Um, and that's a lot, like, have some wine and move on and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, uh, that's a lot closer to, to the reality of the thing. Ten years later, you'll be re-traumatized by a simile of your personal trauma. Yeah. And then you'll have some wine and talk it out with your friend. The, yeah, the aftermath of coming yeah. out. Really, so weirdly. Yeah. I, interesting. I really appreciated um, two things about that scene. One, seeing, like, loving touch, um, touch, uh, I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted by the scene. The explosion. Um, uh, <laughs> friendship uh, between two queers that's very, yeah. that has a lot of touch and a lot of intimacy and a lot of closeness. That rang very true for me. And mm-hmm, I also really mm-hmm. appreciated showing a bisexual character um, doing something intimate with someone they could theoretically be attracted to and not mm-hmm, being attracted mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. them and like that not becoming a romantic scene was something I really appreciate because I do think especially bisexual men get over-sexualized a mm-hmm, lot. Mm-hmm, um, and it's... Actually, we all get over-sexualized <laughs> in our different ways. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really... Oh my God, Cheryl's running on a scroll. I didn't clock <laughs> that last time. I'm working on my 12 commandments. Um, mm. yeah. yeah, that friendship was a great... They're, yeah, they're, I really appreciate that. family... Their chosen family is making traditional model family in a wild, lovely and rather rather TV groundbreaking way. That yeah. is much more reflective of the reality around me. Mm-hmm. Like the scene struck me as normal, and then afterwards I was like, "Oh, I guess that's not normal for mm. most viewers." Yeah. So oh, well. I was waiting for Betty and Jughead to be interrupted by the mine exploded. But I guess, yeah, who would think to call them? Yeah, everyone was busy. <laughs> and they're, like, they don't have a stake anymore, technically. Like, they care, but I'm not calling your high school best friend in an emergency. Someone yeah. should have called Molly Ringwald. That's true. Someone should have called Molly Ringwald mm. should have been, yes, you're right. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Uh, I... Uh... I'm surprisingly pleased by where we circled back to this Mothman. Yeah. Um, the the slide, the very, for me, very smooth slide from high fantasy, high suspense, uh, high fiction, sci-fi, into crime story. Um, I thought it was very smooth overall. Yeah, I did. I did too. Um, I also I found it really interesting that they chose to make this specifically about targeting women. Like, mm-hmm. they capture this boy. Yeah. Um, this young man. He's yeah. in well past boyhood. Um, and um, let him go. You're the wrong one. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I thought that was very interesting. Uh, y- yes, I agree. I they try to call them. They're in a mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't blame them. That's my first impulse for most. <laughs> um, Veronica taking charge. Just like Veronica and Cheryl run the town? Sure. It's kind of where we're at. And Hiram has his part, and everyone... Oh, God, we're in gangland. We're yeah. in full gangland. Veronica's territory is the high school. Ah, where she runs her money laundering. Yeah. <laughs> this is all coming together in a horrifying light. All of a sudden for me. This, uh, woof. I went spelunking once. Mm. It was really cool, but I had a very hard time forgetting that we were somewhere that could collapse. I really enjoy horror about spelunking. Oh yeah, there was that great episode of um, Magnus Archives. Of Magnus Archives. Oh man, that was the first episode where I was like, I was outside in full daylight <laughs> and I looked over my shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. I do not enjoy spelunking and do not intend to pursue that life of the mind collapse crawl. Hmm. Tying up Tying the whole season together comes together. I I didn't expect it this episode, but it felt natural. It felt right in the pacing. Um, You know how sometimes it feels like the end of the season is rushing up and I don't know how they're going to wrap everything up? Mm -hmm. I did not experience that at all this time through. It feels like they're they're comfortably reaching the, the... the plot ends of each of these threads at a at a fairly smooth pace. Yeah. He's being very calm about the fact that his morgue was broken into and that bodies were stolen from it. Like, that's got to mess with his insurance a bit. I mean... Although I guess they're both bodies that he's, like, holding in secret for Betty, so maybe... Yeah, I don't... Fuss. I doubt those were reported. Yes. <laughs> Gosh, who do you even... Whose job is it to deal with body theft? Like, what back corner of a police department with, Uh, like, strange files and someone who probably drinks too much coffee and has trouble sleeping deals with body theft? Is is that common enough to have a dedicated person on staff? I I hope not. I hope not, too. Uh, I want him. Yeah, this this raid is the sort of thing past me would have called ridiculous, but I'm here for it. This This moment, cracking Hiram over the head, I loved it. The more I watch Veronica here, the more I just love her power position. She is... She is done. Yeah. And is, is, is fixing it. In every which way. Hiram seems so small to me here. Like, Mm. he failed... Like, he's Mm -hmm. resorting to blowing up mines. Right. In a way that will be completely transparent to his daughter, who has no... Mm -hmm. Hangups probably about reporting him to the authorities. I just, oh, this is a great, this is a great moment. And it, like, I don't know. You're right. I thought I loved this. I think I loved this very mm-hmm. much. I was excited to see it. I was mm-hmm. excited to see her be at the end of this dance of death. I don't know what's going to happen next, though. We've had so many false endings for Veronica specifically. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I feel like we're finally feeling like we're getting close to an ending for Hiram. Um, yeah. For Hiram and, and like, this relationship can't be pushed any further. Um, 
the the mine explosion. Um, I I take that as the old the 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 beat from past seasons that Hiram and Veronica both get sloppy at each other. Yeah. Right. That they that they 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 push each other's buttons to a point. Um, yeah. And like beating him over the head with a bottle and strapping him up with the promise of murder isn't like a chill reaction. <laughs> yeah. It's not a chill reaction. I I like it. I fully support Veronica as a fictional character in this world doing these things. It's awesome. Um and it's powerful. Mhm. I also think it's interesting that he hit the end point for Hiram because the last time we were alone with him, the end point for him was getting his family back. There is a lot of music and honking going on outside my window right now, Riverdale gang. <laughs> um, I wonder where the music's even coming from. That's someone's car, I think. Anyway, um, was he really wanted his family back, and now and the last note is him burning them in an ashtray. Yep, a picture of them in an ashtray. Yep. Which is oh. a sad endpoint. Betty viciously love... interrogating this this old woman. She did sell a bunch of children. Yes, yes, you're right. Thank you for the reminder. That's an important. Nana reminder. Blossom is a complex character. She's a great <laughs> example of how we let our elderly grandparents get away with the faults of their youth because oh, we yeah. care about them and they're old and they, you know, they do deserve to be comfortable. But but yikes. also she hid cousin Timothy in a barrel of maple syrup. It's true. And then and adopted. Uh, a child bride yeah. for your son? Ugh. Yeah. I hope we get back to that flashback scene with young Nana Blossom, with young Pop Tate. I hope we circle back to that, the thing they saw in the parking lot. Because mm. I feel like we haven't quite... That's still outstanding, even by the end of this episode. Ooh. Um, I, li- I really liked... Like, I completely I bought bought and enjoyed the story Nana was spinning here. Um, it the, the It's another great Dark Blossom secret, and it worked really well for me. Yeah. Um, I'm just always lovely to see her perform. Starkweather sounds like some sort of imitative name of, like, a weird Hobbit clan, <laughs> or, like, a family from Game of Thrones. I very much got Game of Thrones-y vibes, yeah. Yeah. Stock weathers. I guess do you want to build a distinctive character? Pick a not real name. Yeah, <laughs> it will pop. <sighs> so they created a fiction. I really bought this. Something about the way this actor gives us this story. Yeah. Well, it, just an old pro. You it, know, it convinces me that that why would she have broken her cover story for a bunch of kids fifty years later? Like, yeah, until they really shake her down here and corner her, she has no no reason to help them. Mm-hmm. Like, how many other barrels of maple syrup secrets is Nana hiding? I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> also, the fact we that have... That would be a fun fan... Sorry, I just thought mm-hmm. that would be a really fun fanfic of Riverdale. Cheryl just kind of being like, 
hmm, one day sitting in her bed <laughs> and going out to the big barn uh, where her father died and uh, just opening up all of the barrels of maple syrup and, like, there's something different in every single one. Mm-hmm. All the skeletons. Be like the place where they hide the Ark of the Covenant in uh, <laughs> Where's the Lost Ark. And we get some lovely visuals. I I assume this is built. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, I don't want to try to film in a cave, mm. let alone get a lighting in there. Also, we have those mines left over from Sabrina. They're probably just using the Sabrina sets. <laughs> it's true. They're probably using the Sabrina hats. Let's be real. Budget's a thing. Um, <laughs> I, I accepted this arc for Archie. Um... A little beat of some sort of emotional stability or resolution for him. Um, this is the the this, the extreme close up on the eyes I was thinking too, and and I was also thinking of a scene last episode where he threatens the general. Mm. Um, oh yeah, these disorienting ways to make make a face alien and too close. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's an effect that they've been using very well, I think, for the last two, two and a half seasons. I, I accept this as metaphor, but I want, yeah. I almost want to believe that Archie has a ghost army now. I mean, I still think that maybe Cheryl actually conjured magic and Archie also has a ghost army. I don't know, the, the next season's trailer makes this all look very, um, like we're headed towards Sabrina territory. Mm, okay, okay. Also, um, I um, follow all these actors on Instagram. They recently were shooting in like a very, very evocative mm. area of BC, well outside Vancouver, that was like misty and interesting and like beautiful big mountains. Okay. I don't know. I just have this feeling. You know, we went all in on the murder thinking. and serial killering. Maybe they'll go all, all in on the magic now. Because why not at this point? Um, again, Tony, Fangs got to be real complete characters here. And it was good. And it was correct. And yes. keep doing this. This is nice. I want more. Baby Anthony. And also, yeah, they're both ex-gang leaders who've done this stuff before. Get your gang. You're going yeah. to a serial killer family. Get your gang. Yeah. Like one of them. There have been several. Yeah. I guess Sweet Pea's gone, but Sweet Pea is but one. Okay, I loved the sudden appearance of that taser <laughs> <laughs> so much. Yeah, that Tony just keeps it on her always. It's Riverdale. <laughs> Cheryl as the, um, like, gossamer flowing protector over this whole thing. Like, this is a wild image. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it makes me think, like, App- Appalachian heritage and magic. Her dress, her hair. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, the intersection of prayer and um, uh, localized See, prayer. This is clearly magic. All of them, they're looking at it. The fire did a thing, and then the wind, and then the stuff. It's, it is being shown to us as magic the same way uh, as the babies floating above the cauldron was once shown to us as magic. That's true. And Cheryl believes this enough that I, I think she would sell it with less. If that makes sense? Yeah. Like, I feel like just like we're getting Archie's ghost army in, in something of a metaphor, 
Not that this is not actually happening, but that we are really with Cheryl in this, and that there is there's a lot going on. Yes, there is a lot going on. That said, if Cheryl is a witch queen, yes, thank you. I'm here for it. I'll watch that show. I Like, I'd be actually really excited by that dimension. So I actually held my breath during this scene, yeah, which this... is not a reaction I generally have to this show. But this... I was so horrified by what was going on. And just dropped in that, yep, Chad's here to murder her. There's no question, yeah. either. In it's, it's just very softly presented alongside this real counterpoint beat of tension yeah. as the danger builds for Veronica. I, I appreciated yeah. this imagery. I'm appreciating Cheryl's dress all the more. Yes. <laughs> She's very well dressed. Sorry, I'm distracted by some scenes. Um, A nice, like, weird, bluey purple light. Like, none of the usual mm-hmm. Riverdale colors here. Mm-hmm. Like, a bit of blue, but, like, a different blue. This does not know? look like the Pembroke at all. No. Um, I loved also, Veronica's strategic choices here. Also that Siri is called Pippi? Yep. Chef's, chef's kiss. I loved that. But using your Siri <laughs> to, to prep a mur- prep a counter murder, just brilliant. And then she's so calm, like she knows exactly what's going on here, and has already decided how to end it. Yeah, we, it's just powerful. We did not deal with Chad's body yet. Are we worried about that? No, that's a scene from a movie, I think. Oh, the yeah, the shooting in the mirror. I forget what movie it's from. I've seen it a number of times. I've seen it referenced a number of times, mm-hmm. like uh, in Batman cartoons, for example. So I think it it is one of those vintage classic shots. I assume Smither does body retrie- removal net by now. Like, he worked yeah. for the Lodges for a long time. I mean, it was in self-defense. Yeah, and if there was any court functioning in Riverdale, we could argue that. But, I don't know. Bodies. Riverdale. Bring them to the morgue. Yeah. It'll, it'll take care of itself. If you give it enough hijinks time. <sighs> yes, that's true. I... I am struck oh. by how confident and un, unflappable Veronica is in the in the last beat of this plot. And it's... Yeah. Yes. Also, yeah. she looks great. Love this outfit. And Hiram's in this, like, very boring dad outfit. Mm-hmm. Instead of his power suits mm-hmm. or like a leather jacket or something. Caught unawares. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I just Hiram's motivations actually seem like verging on in genre noble, I would say, at the end of his special episode. Mm. And now we're back to mm. not that noble. No. Now we're sloppy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've also been seeing a, a, a string of blows to Hiram as he's been Veronica's collateral for several episodes running. Yes. Um, and that's interesting, too. Like, how well is Hiram actually doing financially, power-wise? Yeah. We know he's been knocked down real low a number of times, but he keeps showing up as a player... Ooh, here comes a helicopter, Riverdale gang, landing on the roof of the hospital. Hey, exciting. Um, I wonder if Hiram's character is going to end losing everything in Shining Shoes. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that. I doubt they'd be quite that pointed, but yeah. Um, again, this is just not strategically sound. 
No, that's a, like a serious gun. You got a, you got a, yeah, you got a sawed-off shotgun. Awesome. Betty's got a revolver. Just like we're so all over the place. Are we shooting to kill? Because if not, how not? Just yeah. There aren't the taser is the only. So this was another scene. I was actually worried. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the tension. Yeah. Um, and I I was delightfully surprised by this character floating under my radar in the past. Yeah. Uh, for being for the strong flip and the strong role and the 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 strong villain that they let him play this episode. Mm-hmm. It it was thick. Thick, thick mood. Love how Jughead's like, hmm, what's that? It's <laughs> <laughs> just dark weather. Jughead can't help but, like, put all his chips on the table. Yeah, like, I know. Every I time. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, this guy's gonna twig that his yard is full of miscreants. I mean... You, you could have played him for, like, 15 minutes to give your friends a search time. I mean, yeah, we would have had the screen distract them anyway. But... Just Jughead, no. Yeah. Something I found very satisfying about this episode and this plotline is that it felt pre-planned in a way that a lot of Riverdale plots, I feel like they're going along and they're like, okay, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Yeah. Whereas this one felt like, okay, from the beginning, here's where we're going to end. Even if that's not what happened, Mm -hmm. this one felt very like, here's where we're going to end up. Here's all the chips, here's all the pieces we're going to have in place to make that seem believable. And I... It feels believable. Yeah, we played. In genre, we played in with world, believable. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. I like that we played on the chessboard for a while before swiping it clean. Like in the past, Riverdale's thrown a lot of build-up away. Yeah. Um, and I felt rewarded this time through. Yeah. On a, on a number agree. of points. I am okay with this fight, visually, as a piece of entertaining television. I enjoyed these characters each having a Mothman to kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one nice Mothman. Yes, and one nice Mothman. Who we might hear more from? I don't know. We saw him for a split second. It'd be weird if we didn't. Yeah. Like, if we, it'd be kind of weird if we didn't get back to that at least a little bit. <laughs> yes, I quite agree. I, I I also like how unflappably Tony and Fangs are just dropped into this. Yeah. And, yep, they're good. This was not our adventure. This is our adventure now. This is fine. This is Riverdale. <laughs> Just gonna leave the baby at grandma's and go save the world. Mm. Usual. So wrong about that. Yeah. There's some there's some neat camera work here. It feels very cinematic to me yeah, as well. I think that's what I enjoyed so much about um the about this episode is from mm-hmm. the time that Jughead gets to the house yeah. to when we uh find Polly's body is all really really well shot yes yes also that that's like what oh every time it happens in a movie where someone gets their leg trapped in a bear trap I'm like Mm. oh no 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 yeah no see y'all go with one little weapon each Uh, can I um ask a very silly question. Yes. As a very urban person, what does it mean sawed off shotgun? Is it literally sawed off? Um sometimes Damn. but not usually. Usually okay. um it's just a short shotgun. Um, I see. But in the old they, days it would have been sawed off, really? They yeah, they yeah. you can modify a shotgun illegally to be a sawed off shotgun. Mm-hmm. Um but they also exist in in that design. 
Um, I don't know that they are actually legal in a lot of places anymore in Canada. Um, okay. Yeah. They're, they're a thing. They're a thing. Yeah. Yay, Britta! Um, did notice that Betty's still dealing with trash bag killer trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw a trash bag killer face for a sec on that Mothman. Yeah, she's just living with flashbacks now. And I feel like they're just rolling with that, that she just lives with flashbacks. Oof. Yep. You sick. Oh my god. This was a good cut. Poor Jangs. Oh my god. Ow. Oh. Who would have known we were walking to the hills have eyes? You all knew that, Tony. You knew that exactly. (laughs) We can do this, right? Well, not every day is going to be like this. Most of the time it's just going to be changing diapers and lack of sleep and bottle feeding. You don't need to usually rescue your your students from serial killers. Also, I really appreciated, I don't, assuming time passes as time passes in Riverdale a little bit mysteriously. Mm -hmm. Um, This bathtub looks amazing, by the way. This whole new color scheme for Veronica. Yeah, it's great. Like, I'm, I'm excited to see if this is Veronica's color now. Um, but yes, you're saying. I just thought it was cool that they were showing Tony, um, who one assumes is uh, nursing mm. uh, her baby, mm. um, drinking, which is actually safe to do when you're breastfeeding. Mm. Um, it I it still makes me personally super paranoid, and I probably wouldn't do it. But the emerging science says that it's probably okay. So I thought mm. it was cool that they allowed that to be shown. Right. Yeah. Um, this yeah. is this is sad for Hiram. It is sad. For yeah. We didn't yeah. touch the fact that Hermosa just straight gave him up. Well, you did last week. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder where we're going with that. I, I'd yeah. be okay with Hermosa being here in the last couple episodes. Yeah, having a secret role in play already. Because she's got skin in the game. This scene is nice and slow. It's well shot. Yep. She's and, in the junkyard. And she he, uh, he tells her... Ooh. <sighs> and this scene is really well shot. They get such beautiful reactions out of these two actors. Yeah, this is a heavy and emotional scene, and it, it landed very well for me. Because yeah, Polly was in the first season. Like, we haven't... Mm-hmm. There hasn't been a ton of deaths on this show of people who've just been good and kind. One mm. one happened, but it was accidental because the actor passed, right? With the right. Fairies passing. Right. There hasn't been a ton of this. This is, this is quite uh, a quite a grief to show um mm-hmm. and we began you know we began the series with with quite a cartoon of grief mm-hmm. um yeah yeah we did get a beautiful grief reaction from ashley murray as josie mm-hmm. about her dad but oh, we don't we right. don't we don't have quite the same emotional connection with her dad that we do with polly yeah and we've watched this whole season um i always got the vibe and i think it is a genre vibe that they were going to find her and I'm impressed with the choice they've made. Um, that Polly isn't found alive. Yeah, I feel the same way, actually. I, I was hoping that the character would come back. Mm-hmm. Just because it's always nice when people don't die. But I think yeah. it's. I think you're right. I think they made an out-of-genre choice and it worked. It, it also underscores for me the the story they seem to be trying to tell mm-hmm. about missing women, about sex workers, and about violence against uh, against these populations in particular, mm-hmm. that 
veered heavily into stereotyping categories and wasn't terribly um, empathetic a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the, where they an- ended it, where they brought it back to, um, reminded me of the the what I think is the core the core heart of that through line. That is that is a real uh, a bit of reality that art needs more takes on. Yeah. Yeah, um, tip-top episode all around, Riverdale. Very engaging. Very emotionally engaging. I'm... I don't know what's going to happen next week. No clue. No clue whatsoever. But I I actually have a lot of faith from this episode that it's going to flow. Yeah. Because they've clearly had time to plan this year. Mm Mm-hmm. Like... I wonder, part of me wonders the impact of a stretched out filming period, how much tighter everything got to be. Yeah, just, I do wonder Everyone has those, to move slower. I do wonder about how television writers cope, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, the you turnover know, is wild. Yeah, you churn out episodes pretty quick. And, and even in a team, that's hard. We should also be clear that that's the North American model, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not everywhere. That's true. I don't think Japan really does seasons. Do they not? I only know with anime from childhood. But they just kind of go forever. They're, yeah. they're, there's, just, there's no off season. But I guess when you're working with animators instead of one set of writers and actors. Yeah. Anyway, gang, um, thank you for going on that sad emotional journey and hijinks with us. Um, yeah. Veronica killed it. Um, she did, yeah. We're now we're distracted by my cat dreaming. Yeah, she's twitching, Ex- and it looks excited. Yeah, she's probably killing something in her sleep. Cute. Well, gang, we'll see you next week for more Riverdale, possibly the penultimate episode of the season. We're not sure, but but it might be. It's lining up. Yeah, I'm excited. Till then, gang. All right. Take care, gang.